Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Oh man, that was an awesome movie. I'm so glad, Trevor, that you decided to come with me to see Star Wars Episode 1. We got Star Wars again. Man, Episode 1, it, it was so good. It's definitely the best Star Wars movie ever. Oh, bar none. I mean, that's easy. It blows the, the original trilogy out of the water, the special effects, and the characters. I mean, the characters. It's especially the one character. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Let's say it at the same All time. Right. Jar, Jar Jar Binks. Binks. Oh, oh, yeah. Man. I knew you love the same character. Man, he's so oh. awesome. Misa Jar Jar Binks. Misa Jar Jar Binks, too. Oh, we're both a Jar Jar Binks. We're Jar Jar Binks brothers. We're Jar Jar Binks duo. <gasps> oh, this is never going to get old. No, you know never. what? I know this is like really convenient, but I actually went to the costume shop right here beside the movie theater. Uh huh. I got us both Jar Jar Binks costumes. Let's put them on. All right. Here we go. You're so pretty, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> You're so 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 handsome, Jar Jar Binks. Misa wants a pod racer. Ooh. Hey, you so hop in this trash can. Don't Misa walk. pull you around the street. You're so genius. Get in the trash can, Jar Jar Binks. Here's a Asagosa. All right, I'm gonna pull you in the street. We pod racing. Let's a do this. Georgia Binks have one favorite podcast. What podcast is that, sir? Retro Blister Misa. Ugh. Hello, everyone. If you were able to make it through that. Congratulations for one. Uh, for two, that was our second try. The first time was so <laughs> awful that we said, no, we won't do that. It was, uh, <laughs> our first time doing that skit was so bad. It had layers. <laughs> we added so many layers to it. It went on for like four minutes. Yes. And Johnny burped loud. And I just looked at him and asked, are we going to keep this? And I couldn't stop laughing. So anyway. Well, anyway. So that's what you got. You got that instead. Uh, yeah, um, this, this, this podcast is either the greatest podcast or the worst podcast. There's no in between, I feel. Yeah, I don't see anybody giving this podcast an average review. Yeah, I say you either enjoyed what we just did or you're thinking, or you're thinking, or you want to put us in a hole. This is, this is the mad TV compared to the other SNLs out there. (laughs) The lesser of the two. One or the other. I don't know which. But hey. Welcome to Retro Bliss Podcast. That's right. Your weekly dose of retro gaming goodness. He's Trevor. And he's Johnny. I am indeedy. Indeedy? And, uh, oh, Johnny- real quick. Real quick. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this after we'd already done the skit. Uh-huh. Jar Jar Binks, the reason that a lot of people hate him, he's kind of a terrible, almost a stereotype. <laughs> His voice is. Oh. It's really uh, like a stereotype on people from Jamaica a little bit. 
But I believe our accents were so terrible that that's not going to be picked up. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't feeling a Jamaican vibe at nope, all with Not us. at all. We did terrible. Huh. So, that's just another reason for him to be a terrible character. But it's mainly because he's, he's really annoying is yeah. the main reason. Which yeah. we thought fit us. Just to make well. it clear, yeah. I don't like George R. Binks and Star Wars Episode 1 is not the best Star Wars movie. Agreed on both of those accounts. It's um, definitely what? The Return of Spock. That's the best. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, again, Retro Bliss, Trevor, Johnny, thanks for joining us. We very much appreciate it. Real quick, Patreon shout-out. Go to Patreon, uh, search for Retro Bliss, and if you think we're worth the death of that amazing skit, I don't know why you wouldn't think so. Uh, just, uh, you want to throw us a few bucks a month? Well, that's awesome. For just a dollar a month, Trevor, mm-hmm. you get exclusive audio. And uh, I think we've gone a little bit overboard with exclusive audio. I we think have. people are getting a lot for their dollar. Literally today, as of this recording... We posted a whole episode about the history of Mario. Yeah. So you get a 20-minute special. Well, to be fair, the first five minutes is us whining and complaining about a recent review. (laughs) But then the rest of it is... Fast forward through that first five minutes, and then you'll actually get to the goodness of it. Yeah, because the patrons are like, I assume are like... They're the fans that... It would be hard to run them away. I consider them the hardcore fans. And I don't mean that to put anybody else down. I just mean we can get away with saying things that are really stupid. I know why Because they're with us. I know why it happened. (laughs) Because uh, <coughs> you've told me, and I say that because I haven't listened to them, other, uh, we won't name them, podcasts that may be in the same type of uh, genre as us. No idea where you're going with this, but go ahead. Who will spend like uh, tons of time on other things that have nothing to do about video games. And that's kind of what we just did there after us complaining about how we're better <laughs> than them. So we're really not above them at all. We're just this bad. <laughs> Because I'm fairly certain on the last episode, on episode 101, we brought it up again. So that's how great we are. Oh, it was our opening I never, skit. I never for a moment have legit thought we were better than anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. I, I, I love to joke about it because it makes up for self-deprecation. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so that's enough of that. Patron. Go yeah. check it out. Thanks. And Patreon thanks, even. Yeah. Patron. Patreon. Thanks for those that do. Uh, Trevor, what game is this today that we're... Uh, recording about? Is that a good question? Yeah. Okay. So we pick a game every week, and this week we picked Star Wars Episode One Racer for the Nintendo 64. That's Woo-hoo! right. Or Pod Racer is what I kept calling it. Because that's yeah. what you're doing. You're pod racing. Guess what? One. The word pod is nowhere in the title of this that's game. That's right. I always thought it was called Pod Racer. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. But yeah, this is N64. Of course, the game was also on Windows and Dreamcast. And I think it had some handheld versions too. I think it was a Game Boy type version of it at some point uh real quick before we get into that trevor star wars episode one we've both seen it i mm-hmm. believe we watched it together pretty sure we saw it in the theater together i think so what year did it come out 99 somewhere around there something like that wow, that was only two years before the fellowship of the ring yeah if i'm thinking right that's about when it that's came probably out probably right but wow this makes me appreciate Fellowship of the Ring more. <laughs> so we would be, yeah, because Fellowship of the Ring was a lot better. Yes. But, uh, yeah, but that movie came out at a time where me and you were teenagers. Mm-hmm. I would really just really started getting into Star Wars. So that kind of came out for a perf- at a perfect time for me. And Darth Maul was such a cool character that I was on board until, of course, he was killed just <laughs> pretty much pretty easily. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, so sorry about that. Uh, yeah, Darth Maul dies. And uh, so the movie overall, though, gets a lot of hate. I understand the hate. And I can't defend the movie. It deserves all the hate it gets. But also, at the same time, I don't think it's near as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah. Kind of like our show. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, like us. 
If people just gave us some time, yeah. we're deeply, deeply flawed. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You'd be much better off checking out some other podcasts, which we've already alluded to, yeah, I guess. like Two Dudes in a Nest. Yeah. If you want to know all about birds. Yeah. Um, but there's some good qualities if you dig deep enough. That's right, yeah. And I think I think episode one is that way. It's especially, well, the bad qualities. Jar Jar Binks, we already mentioned that. Some of the CG effects are just atrocious. Some of the acting is way below subpar. Yeah, oh, yeah. But the pod racing scene was just always awesome. Oh, yeah. It was crazy great. It's kind of like the... Uh, this is going to sound really bad. Uh, it's like the Pearl Harbor scene in the Pearl Harbor movie. <laughs> it's kind of the only fun part. Oh, it's a terrible event. I don't know if I could join you on this. <laughs> you know, we all went to see Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor. Yeah. We expecting went a war movie. Yeah. And it was a stinking romance movie. That's right. But there was a pretty awesome only part, battle scene. The only part that was amazing... And I'm using that term because I love history. Was the was the bombing yes. of Pearl Harbor? I don't mean amazing as unhappy. Right, it was tragic. It was very yes. tragic. In it was fact, an amazing scene. In though. fact, I got made fun of because we were the whole group of people our age. Uh-huh. Because I literally cried when those people couldn't get out of the ship. Because a, I knew that really happened. The people really did die that way doing yeah. that. And b, how can you not be affected by that? But I got made fun of. See, I always remember that you were being made fun of because you were crying over the like the love scene part. No. What? See, what would you think that? I don't know. Like I just remember people. I could care less about. I remember that. people laughing at you about that. Like, yeah, I totally get it. And maybe I made that joke. I don't know. Maybe it's probably my own fault. Yeah. I kept saying those allergies. But speaking of allergies, yeah, the pod racing thing was just always. It's probably still the coolest part of the movie, don't you think? Oh yeah, they definitely spent a lot of time on it in the movie. Uh, I would say it's my second favorite part just because I like Darth Maul so much, and the yeah. fight and his fight was amazing. But the pod pod racing part, or pod racing part, as I tried to say. Uh, was pretty dang amazing, even just as a spectacle itself. Yeah. It was pretty dang great. See, that's that's my good memories of the movie, and I do think we enjoyed ourselves, and I guess that's what counts. Yeah. In 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 retrospect, it's not a great movie, but we enjoyed ourselves, and that's what counts. Yep, just like this show. But I also remember <laughs> when this game came out, uh, Episode 1 Racer for the Nintendo 64. I'm not going to ask you what you're laughing about, because I'm assuming it's irrelevant. Um... <laughs> You know, and I have a tendency if I hear a word, I'll, I want to say a word similar to that as a parody of that word. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you said but, I was going to say something to that. <laughs> but this is a family. <laughs> okay. Like I said, I didn't ask. <laughs> I don't, I, ne- I didn't own this game back in the day, but I definitely played it. I remember it demoing in the stores and just really being impressed. Anus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you can say that on a family friendly show, but why would you? Two stars. Um, so speaking of a two-star podcast. That's right. We need to really focus. I'm trying just to let people behind the scenes. Uh, we <laughs> made a tragic error. <laughs> that we've made many, we made times. many times before. <laughs> All right. We met. We played episode one racer. Uh, we're going to tell you what we thought about it soon. But it was getting supper time by the time we finished. <laughs> we made our notes and we're like, should we just go ahead and record? And we're both like, I mean, I was personally saying, I don't think I can do it. I'm just going to be thinking about food the whole time. <laughs> yes. We knew it was a mistake. Yeah. But I'm going to give listeners two guesses what we went to get. That's right. And it happened anyway. And it wasn't salads. <laughs> so we got Chinese food. We ate it. And now we're just out of it. <clears throat> right. And I'm not feeling, I mean, I feel fine, but I feel like I have to burp a bunch of times. <laughs> Speaking of bur- burping a bunch of times, yep. I remember seeing this game like at the kiosks in the store and just really being impressed. One of my friends had it. It might have been my cousin. 
So shout out to Cameron. You probably don't listen, but hey. <laughs> That's what we do. We shout out oh, to people who never listen. Which to is us. like almost the whole population of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but somebody had this game. It might have been him. And I just remember thinking it was cool, but I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't ever own it until just, I don't know, a few years ago. Actually, I rented this game when it first came out because uh, I had heard about it. I used to get the EGMs all the time. Yeah. Uh, the magazine, Electronic Gaming Monthly. No. And I believe they had a review of it. And the review was quite, if I remember right, I think it was that magazine. The review was very good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have to play this game. And it happened to be available at my Blockbuster. And I went and got it and rented it. And I played it and really, really loved it then. Well, you know, we just were discussing, this isn't spoilers, but it seems possible there were some games and merchandise. Uh, based on Star Wars Episode One, that might have been better than the movie itself was. Yeah. Uh, is this one of those games? Let's find out. Let's do it. Let's get into it. So, as far as summary of the game, we don't need to say much more. It's a racing game. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's a racing game. Try to finish first. Graphically, what do you think? Like your first impression? I think the first thing we need to say is there's two graphic versions of this game. Yep. Low rise and high rise. <laughs> I don't know if you said that wrong on purpose. I did. Okay. So yeah, the low res mode is what you're stuck with if you don't have the fancy expansion pack. Or did I? <laughs> I don't think you did at first. So the expansion pack is this little accessory that you could plug right into your Nintendo 64. Because Nintendo actually thought ahead a little bit. And they built into the Nintendo 64 a, a place for this expansion pack. And like uh, Perfect Dark is a game that I'm yeah. pretty sure required it. I think it came with it. Yeah, you had to have it for that one. Conquer's Bad Fur Day I think came with it. That's right. Um, but this let you play in high-res mode. That's right. And honestly, the differences are there. We played both versions. Oh, my goodness. And they're night and day. Like, low-res is so blurry. It's got that really, you know, the Nintendo 64 was notorious for this foggy effect on a lot of their games. Yeah. It it's kind of feels like that. It's but, like Vaseline smear yeah. across the screen. <laughs> but the second you uh, switch it to high-rise, mm-hmm. it is like it's a new game. It's a new oh, breath yeah. of life. You can see everything clearly. I mean, the difference is astounding. So I say we just review this game on the high rise yeah. <laughs> version because that's the one so, we played the most. Play this game with expansion pack. Yeah. Get it's, you an expansion it's pack. It's worth it. Trust me, it is worth it. And expansion <sighs> packs can't be that expensive. Oh, no. They're a dime a dozen now. Yeah. I don't remember how much they were when they came out, but they were packed in with several games. That's right. So, uh, but graphically, this game, I told you, it looks great. I thought, I thought it looked mm-hmm. amazing. Because of the expansion pack, it honestly does look. It's like got the detail of like a better looking PlayStation game, but with that smoothness that the N64 had. Yeah. So I think it looks much better than what you'd expect a licensed racing game to look on the N64. Oh, 100%. But by far, and we can talk more about this in gameplay, but by far the most impressive part of the graphics was how fast it is. The sense of speed that this game gives you is incredible, honestly. I think that honestly still holds up today to racers mm-hmm. today. That's how good it was. I guess let's make no mistakes. Just the graphics themselves. We'll make a lot of mistakes, though. Yes. The graphics themselves uh, are very dated. Oh, yeah. Most N64 games are. Most 3D you games can, are. It definitely looks like it's from the right. era it came out yeah. in. But it looks great, the, especially in high rays. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and pay rays. And pay rays. And, uh, uh, but the sense of speed is where this game just excels. I mean, it truly does. And I'm going to compare it to a certain game when we get to gameplay. But yeah, just just know that if the game ran slower, I don't think the graphics would be that impressive. But knowing we, they flow yeah. so quick. We played a one-player and two-player. Yeah. Uh, one player, there was barely any slowdown. 
mm-hmm. that we noticed. There's a few times we got a little choppy when, crazier a lot, tracks. when a lot of stuff was going on. Yeah. Uh, and two player, honestly, there's a few times too, but overall the experiences were not that different. Mm-mm. So, which is to me, that's just as much of an accomplishment because you would assume, especially back then, uh, when they split would split a game up and make it a multiplayer game, there was no matter what the game was, uh, the graphics would go down a lot and the gameplay, like the speed of it, would not be near as smooth. Yeah, but I thought overall they did a really good job of trying to keep both of those things. I think they really thought it through because the the two player is just two vehicles, like yeah. you don't have the computer drivers. But I think that, they, that helps a lot. I think they did it well because they the things they sort of sort of cut out aren't that noticeable. They kept the speed. Yeah. Which is what is so important with That's this what game. impressed me mm-hmm. even more is that you feel just as fast in two player. Yeah. Which is incredible. It so. really is. So I was in if you count the speed as part of the, the technical graphic aspect. I would. It's really impressive. Um I think it would be impressive for a Nintendo developed game. Uh for a third party Sorry, there's a bug in here, and it's making the yeah, Johnny. You see it? Oh, it's a stink bug. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they don't do anything to you except stink if you crush them. <laughs> Just a Japanese beetle. All right, so <laughs> sorry, we're very distracted. <laughs> we what were, was I saying? We got ADHD. Graphics. Um, was, you were talking about sense of speed at some point, but oh, this is a. I don't think I ever said it was published and developed by Lucas Arts in 1999. Yeah. And that, of course, is uh, George Lucas Lucas's uh, company that made Star Wars. So. Yeah. So, yeah, just real impressive with the technical performance of this game. Uh, music, I don't think we'll have to spend a lot of time there because, honestly, it's uh, what we notice is the music only kicks in in the final lap of the race. Yeah, but I think it's really important that, A, the music sounds great, mm-hmm. uh, this, but the, also the sound is amazing. There's all kinds of characters in here that were uh, voiced by the original actors from the movie. Yeah. And it really shows. Uh, like, they, they will pop up and you hear their voices all the time. And that part, to me, really, really made this game feel way more amazing. The fact that they had all that. And honestly, there were times mm-hmm. where it was it was actually kind of funny at times. Yeah. Like the, like the one, I can't remember his name. The guy who... The mechanic guy? No. He no. sells you auto parts. He sells you auto parts, but in the movie, he also kind of owned Anakin and his mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's but, a little heavy for a kid's game, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so that, that part's not in there. Don't worry. But, you know, he's actually really funny in this because he'll sing and he's got a very distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really loved the sound and the music in this game. Mm-hmm. It, 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 obviously, the music is Star Wars music, so that's that's great to start with. Yeah. But the sound and the voice over work, uh, to me, was, was astounding. It, it was really impressive. Uh, you don't really hear a lot of compression. I think they're smart to only play the music in the final lap because it yeah. doesn't get old. And it really sounded... Like the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you turn it up full blast, you could tell it's not real instruments. But it was pretty impressive. Um, I think they used it to good effect. Um, for a game of this era. Error? Error? Error. Um, I, I think they did a good job of making it feel like the movie. I think so, too. I mean, the music and the sound are so good that, like, like if you were just listening to the game, you would assume it was on a disc. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And so, yeah. Um, But the gameplay. It's a racing game. Like most games, this is what yeah. really counts. There are eight worlds, 25 tracks. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. So even if a, two tracks are on the same world and they'll look kind of the same, mm-hmm. they're vastly different from what we experienced. Oh, yeah. yeah, like the, the very beginning Tatooine uh, yeah. track is just almost a circle almost. Yeah, I think it's, it's Naboo. No, it's Tatooine, you're right. Yeah, don't throw me off. <laughs> so, 
the Tatatouille track, the first one, is just real simple. But yeah. we played like the latest track set in Tatooine. And oh my and gosh. It's all over the place. Yeah, very much it's so. Like five times as long. That's the main track you see in the movie. That's the only yeah. rest you'll see in it. So that's what that one's based on. The original, the, the first track of that one is pretty much just night and day with the uh-huh. movie. And then, like, the other one, the one at the very end, just is, is Mulgar's Wild Crazy. So what this game, I said I was going to mention a game. By far, the game this reminds me of most is F-Zero. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yep. Um, I think the differences are most of the tracks in this game are more wide open. So F-Zero is notoriously difficult. Now, the controls are amazing in F-Zero. They're not quite as good in this. But the tracks are more open, and so they're more forgiving for yeah. the most part. But some of the later tracks are just pure devious. Oh yeah, they're, this game starts out fairly easy and then ratchets up the difficulty uh, slowly, but you definitely notice it. Yeah, the we started out with the tournament mode and we were on the amateur tracks. Yeah, and we were finishing first like oh, easily, easily like it was nothing. And then but then <laughs> it was things the, change. Yeah, very much. This game is really hard. Yeah. Ah, uh, the only thing about the tracks, they're so impressive, but some of the once you get past the opening cup. Some of the tracks are so long that it's almost like an endurance race. Yeah. I think maybe they should have done two laps. Every single track is three laps. Yeah. I wonder why they didn't... I mean, literally, some some tracks are so big, it'll take you over three minutes to do one lap. Yeah. So... I wonder... And for a game like this where you have to focus so much, like F-Zero or Wipeout is another one, Yeah. you kind of need a break. So I think maybe... I mean, maybe this is nitpicking, but I think they should have done... Either two or three laps, depending on the track. And yeah. some of the longer tracks should have only been two laps. I agree 100%. Uh, the uh, the thing with the controls, um, of course, this is on the Nintendo 64, so it's just whatever your opinion is of that controller. Yeah. I know it's kind of a divisive controller. I have no problems with it. I mean, I don't either, but it's, I, I had yeah. it on Nintendo 64. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of helped me a little bit. Uh, but I do, for whatever reason, that is the one system where anytime I hold the controller after years of not playing it, it mm-hmm. takes me a bit to be like... How do I hold this again? It is very different. <laughs> yeah. You don't hold both sides like any other controller. Right, yeah. You hold the middle thing. The D-pad on the left dog ear is the weird part. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just kind of there for accessories and stuff. That's right. So, uh, yeah. but this game... like really can't be any simpler as far as the controls. Oh, no. It's fairly simple. Uh, like, you got a gas and a brake. A uh, and B. A and B. Uh, you got, like, the C buttons are all, like, different views and such. Yeah. Um, the, the actual trigger... What do you want to call that? The Z-Trigger. The Z-Trigger. Uh, that actually helps you do like tighter turns and stuff. Yeah, it makes you turn tighter, which honestly, you don't have to use it. Yeah. I think it was helpful. I'm not sure. It felt like it was a little bit. Yeah. I mean, but it's not overly noticeable. Yeah. The uh, way you steer is with the joystick. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of it, right? Yeah. The the You know what I just realized? What? Did you ever use the L-Trigger? The L-Button? No, my hand was never over there. I bet you that's the boost button we missed. I bet it is. God gum it. But that's terrible though, because that's that's not a good button layout. Anyway, the controls are really simple. Like all you really ever need is a joystick and A and B button yeah. and the Z button if you want it. But like Johnny said, every button on the controller does do something if you want it. The up C button changes views. The I think the left C button toggles information on and off. One of them looks behind you. Uh, the down C. Oh no, yeah, that's right. Down C looks behind you. Left C and right C is just purely for showing off. Yeah, it makes you turn sideways like they do in the movies to get through a crevice. Yeah, I don't know if there's any time in this game you could really ever pull that off. <laughs> but it's cool that it's there. If you get so good at the game and you can't pull that off, it would be really. It would feel really good. Yeah. Um, 
But the L button is the one button I never used. And I read somewhere that there's a turbo boost you could use, which heated up your motors. Yeah. So, sorry, I guess we missed out on that. I never knew about that. There's also the R the R shoulder button. Will, oh, yeah. Will repair you. That that I used a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, as you race, you're going to naturally, your engines are going to take damage. Yeah. And if you hold down the R button, it slows you way down, but it also repairs your vehicle, your pod right. racer. Which I thought was kind of cool. Um, it could even add a little strategy in there. Although, to be honest, it takes so long to repair that I kind of thought it was better just to run into a wall really hard and blow up. It's quicker. So you get a new vehicle. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's it. We probably just made it sound way more complicated than it is. It's it, really simple. It's controls. really easy to pick up and play. It is. I would say it's easier to pick up and play than F-Zero because it's less demanding. Um, and I hate to compare them, but clearly it was very inspired by <laughs> F-Zero. Oh, yeah. I think F-Zero is a much tighter game, but I'm very shocked at how well this does of kind of emulating that style while being its own game. They picked the right game to try to mirror. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's pod racing. It makes sense. Yep. So, yeah, I just, I don't know what else to say about the gameplay. 25 tracks is pretty impressive. <laughs> that is very impressive. Uh, there's, in the tournament mode, you earn money. What's it called? Tula's? It's called something weird. Anyways. But you can upgrade your pods with it. Yeah, you can upgrade every single category. Multiple times. To the point where, because this, the game that you had, had other people's saves on it. Yeah. And they had some of their pod racers, like, really, really... Fast, <laughs> yeah. Maxed out, and you could not control them. <laughs> so fast, I could not keep it on the I track. don't mean just you, either one yeah, of us. Yeah, nobody good. Yeah. Well, unless they're good. Oh, that that's a cool thing, though. This is a Nintendo 64 game, a third-party Nintendo 64 game that has built-in memory, so you can save your save your file. Yeah. A lot of the third-party games didn't do that, and I really appreciate that. The battery, Very much. The battery backup. So that was really cool. Um, 25 tracks is impressive. Uh, tournament mode, time trial mode, uh, free play where you just picked any yeah. any track and, and race. And two-player. And two-player, which is just the two racers on the track. But you can do any of the levels, any of the tracks. Um, And that's about it. It's There's multiple characters you can choose from. Oh, oh yeah. All the racers that are in, apparently, that part of the movie are yeah. in the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's really a really straightforward game. It's just, it's exactly what you'd want a Star Wars racing game to be. And I don't think I've ever played another Star Wars racing game. Is there? Well, I know this game, I have to sit one of your Blitzkrieg questions, but I'm pretty sure this game had a sequel uh, on PlayStation 2, of all things. I don't have a Blitzkrieg question about that. Okay. Uh, but other than that, I don't know of any other Star Wars racing games. If there are, I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. I also can't think of one off the top of my head. No. Anyways. Uh, that's the game that's in a nutshell, game, yeah. though. Uh, do we want to go ahead and give our final reviews then? I guess so. I mean, like with most racing games, you kind of got to play it yourself to know how it feels. But I feel like I think you should go it first. Feels good. Ooh, because hmm. I think I've went first many Ooh. times here lately. Ah. So went... <laughs> All right, Yusa goes the faster. So get the negatives out of the way first, because I like to end on a positive note. Good idea. Negatives are it is an N64 racing game. It's dated. Um. The tracks, the sense of speed is really the most impressive part. The tracks don't have a lot of detail. But some of the track designs are pretty cool. Um, I think three laps is a bit much on the really long tracks. The two-player mode is cool, and I know we would have loved it back in the day. But the fact that it's only two, you can't play with four, you can't have computer-controlled vehicles, limits it a little bit for me. The tournament mode, well, that's in the positive. Um, let's see, any other negatives? that's about it for negatives probably positives are the track variety the fact that though it's not my favorite Star Wars movie it really gives you a good feeling 
you know, when I when I think about Star Wars movies, it does still give you a good feeling. Um, and this pod racing scene in particular, and it really captures that really well. Um, I like the track design overall a lot. The sense of speed is excellent with the expansion pack. It's a solid looking N64 game. And I just think they did it right. I think they did exactly what they needed to do to have a Star Wars racing game. Um, there's not a lot I would change. Honestly, I like it enough because it is a little bit dated that I would love a modern version of this game, like with full HD graphics. That if you release a Switch, uh, LucasArts, who I don't think even releases games under that name anymore, but if you make a Switch version of this, because that's what I play the most right now, with HD graphics, I would totally buy it. Just FYI. <laughs> I'll pass that along. Yeah. I'm going to give the game a 7 out of 10. Um, because I think when it came out, this would have been a higher for me, but it's, it's aged some, it's dated some, but I think it's still a blast. I think it's worth playing. I think it's, I think it's totally worth playing for the single player gameplay and the two player is sort of a bonus. Um, so I'm going to give it a seven out of 10, which is higher than I ever expected going into this because I thought it'd be too dated to enjoy, to be honest with you. Uh, all the negatives you said, I'm going to agree with, so I don't need to rehash those. I totally agree with all those. Uh, the only one that I would add, and this isn't really a negative, it's more of a nitpick, would be um, if it was up to me, and I get why they didn't do this, but if it was up to me, I wouldn't even have a, a low race version of this. Low I would, res. I'd only make this high rise, and that's mm-hmm. and that's it. Because, um, I mean, it's such a difference. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. I get why they didn't do it, because not everybody had one of those expansion packs. They don't want to make it require it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. But, I mean, honestly, it's so different that... Like, it would change how oh, I feel yeah. about the game. Oh, everything I said about graphics don't count if you're not playing with the expansion yeah. pack. <laughs> I mean, it still looks fine, but, it's like, blurry. it's so crazy different. Yeah. Um, the sense of speed, though, is where this game really, really, really knocks it out of the park. Your comparison to F-Zero, a game that I obviously know and have experience with, but you have way more than I do, I think is a great ex- great uh, one to compare it to, for sure. Mm-hmm. I would also throw in... Uh, NASCAR, as weird as that sounds, just from the wrecks and how the wrecks yeah. and the drafting and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that would throw that into NASCAR 99 or 98, whichever one it was we always played. Yeah. Uh, driving down the road and I'm flirting with disaster. <laughs> so uh, the tracks are, I really liked all the tracks and the layouts, even the crazy wild ones that were hard to drive. Mm-hmm. The difficulty kind of ratchets up out of nowhere. It's sort of a negative. Uh, I mean, if we don't the amateur course, we were getting beat yeah. by the last track pretty badly. Uh, you gave it a seven. That's very fair, and it's still positive. That's still retroblist approved. Mm-hmm. I think I might have liked this slightly more than you, and it may just be how uh, blown away I was by how the sense of speed still held up today to me. Yeah, and I'm I'm with you. They should re-release this, like up all the graphics for today. Make it multiplayer online. And this game would be something that me, you, and your brother, our buddy Adam would all play together and have a blast with, I mm-hmm. think. I'm going to give this a seven and a half. I really, really like this game quite a bit. I would go back and play it now. One player is where this game really excels, but it still is a, a lot of fun two-player, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. It should have been four-player. I'm with you on there, but I get why they didn't do that either. Yeah, it would have been too much. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, seven and a half and a seven. That's definitely where Triple List approved. Uh, you can get this cart for what, like eight, eight to ten bucks. Yeah, it's definitely worth it all day long. Absolutely, I would definitely encourage you to go try it out. Um, anything else you want to say about it before we move on? 
if you enjoy racing games, check it out. But in my opinion, don't play it without the expansion pack on high res mode. Oh yeah, 100%. It, it makes that big of a difference. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Totally retro bus approved. In my opinion, holds up better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched the episode one in a long time, but you might be right. Maybe not better than that scene, but better than the movie as a whole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you'll have fun. Oh, yeah. And that's what matters most. Yep. All right, Trevor, I think it's time for a little segment that we like to call, where we talk to our fans, what would this segment be called? Fan, fan Feedback. feedback. Facebook. Do you have Facebook? I do. Do you want to uh, talk and communicate with this podcast? Oh, definitely. Well, I can mix those two together. If you go to Facebook and look up Retro Bliss and like the page, uh-huh. you'll join our little budding community there. And we post it on there, and I'm trying to find the feedback, but you post every day. That's another reason to see it. So I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to scroll I've, I've been, down. I've been flooding our Facebook and Instagram, yep. especially our Facebook, because I want people to get on there. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I'll post something every once in a while, but compared every, to you. Every month or two, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, here we go. <clears throat> Timmy Mac, our buddy, says, first off, Spock is awesome. Just so you know, Trevor, uh, push, p- the picture he posted is with a, a drawing of Spock. Uh, <laughs> second, I love this game. Not just Star Wars, but a decent racer with multiple characters and upgradable pods. I have memories of the sit-down arcade unit, which is still found in the wild in a blast. I would love to play that, too. A mm-hmm. fun title that looks great as part as a part of anyone's Nintendo 64 collection. Now that's pod racing! Can't believe I just quoted that. Evan Nixon says, I was pretty excited when this game came out. My brother and I didn't own an N64 or a Dreamcast at the time, so we got it on PC, which looked great. I'm very curious how it looked on PC. Probably like it does on Dreamcast, really nice. <laughs> I was assume, Yeah, I would assume it would be pretty close. About a year later, my neighbors down the street bought the 64 version from a bargain bin at Toys R Us. We had tournaments that always ended up in fights. <laughs> so multiplayer wasn't very pleasant for me. <laughs> uh, our buddy, Daniel Chavez. Oh, yes, the good old pod racer. I remember actually being surprised at how good it was. A very decent pick. Will the official voices, we're official now, mm-hmm. will the official voices of all retro gaming give this a retro blist approval, or will they beam me up, Scotty, to a different game? We give this the retro blist approval. But you can also beam me up, Scotty. Well, yeah. Scotty's great. Uh, Andrew Coed goes, good game. The N64 was a great console for Star Wars games and wrestling games, and snowboarding games. And he's right on all those accounts. I agree. And yeah. racing games. Like, over half of my games are racing games on N64. The Nintendo 64, I was telling you, is, in my opinion, it gets it's way underrated at times. There's a I lot of great games is, on yeah. it. It just had the um, the unfortunateness of coming out when the PlayStation came out. Yeah. Which, is, to be fair, is kind of Nintendo's fault. <laughs> yeah. Because the PlayStation, the Sony wanted to work with them. And yeah. uh, they said, no, we'll do our own thing. This is a stupid thing to do. Yeah. And then that's where everything went. So, uh, Scholar, our buddy Scholar goes, finally, a game I'm old enough to have played and loved. <laughs> we yeah. joke with Scholar because he's a young guy. Uh, we're probably about, we got to be 
close to 10 years older than him. Yeah, we're every bit of it. <laughs> yeah, so. And he never knows what we're talking about. Yeah. But hey, he's played this game. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, Keith Jones goes, way better than I thought it would be. I think a lot of people felt that. Yeah, he just shouldn't be that good, really. Yeah, it's it really is way better than you would think. I remember being pleasantly surprised when I played it for the first time. Then John Lewis says, great game, but needs more Jar Jar. But because of this comment and the previous one about Star Wars, you're now on double secret probation. We got put on probation. No, oh, no. For comments that we made. Trevor, um, I don't have Facebook. I, I do, but for the what I'm about to okay. bring up, I'm going to pretend I don't. Uh, but I do have Instagram. Is there a way with Instagram that I can still be a part of the RetroBlist community? Oh, absolutely. Head to Instagram and follow RetroBlist. Do I need to sell all my belongings? Yeah. Okay. Um. So to be a follower of RetroBlist. Do I need to put my hair in a bun? <laughs> you have to... Join a cult. No. <laughs> the cult of retroplast. I recommend you follow us on Instagram, even if you already do on Facebook and vice versa. Even if you are in a cult, we don't care. Because I post different stuff on both sometimes. Yeah. We love people from so, all things. You better let me read this because my phone is at 12% and it's wanting to die on me. Okay, go for it. So on Instagram, I posted the same picture of uh, this Star Wars game in front of a picture of Spock just to make people mad. And uh, Jerry Terrifying ah, ah! said, Maximum Triggered. What's he quoting? I know he's quoting something, but I'm ignorant. Okay. You're asking another ignorant man. Okay. Warp Zone Graphics said, buddy Mike. Am I crazy in remembering this was pretty good? You're not crazy. I can't remember. Man, I'm old. I think I did, though. We're all old, but you're right. It was pretty good. You remember? You're right. This game has a very common theme. That is, huh, this is actually better than it should have been. Yeah. Uh, Escape Soul 01 (laughs) said, Nerd Rage Intensifies. (laughs) I think he's come... Commenting on my Spock thing. Uh, on your picture. Uh, Drew Baca, who I'm pretty sure is Andrew Coed, who likes to sneak in two comments every time. But we'll read them anyway, because yeah. we are starving for attention. Yes. Said so this was one of the first games I've got for the 64. The main reason I bought it was for the Star Wars games. That He's right about that. There's another, what I remember to be yeah. excellent Star Rogue Wars game. Squadron into yeah, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, Rogue Squadron. Anyways, the main reason I bought it was for the Star Wars games. This game is actually way better than it had any right to be. Oh, there you go. Not as good as the Rogue Squadron games, but fun. Why do I even talk? He always says what I'm about to say. <laughs> uh, also, what are your thoughts on the prequels? I think they get a bad rap. Uh-oh. That's what we were just kind of saying, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure, Jar Jar and Young Annie are pretty terrible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But Darth Maul makes up for a lot. You see, I agree. that's what I said. I say Darth Maul and all the machines. I say I say Darth <laughs> Maul and, and Obi-Wan is great. Uh, yeah. McGregor as Obi-Wan is perfect, so. Yeah. Uh, I actually think Revenge of the Sith is a darn good Star Wars movie. Am I, I crazy? actually like that one, too, honestly. I, I just told you, I'm pretty sure I remember that actually being legit good. That's another one I, I believe we saw together in a movie theater. Yeah. And I honestly really love that one. It, it, it corrected a lot of the sins of this yeah. one. There's still some parts in it that are weird, like the fact that uh, 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 Padme, I believe was what her name was, dies, but it's not because she was given birth, it's because her heart was broken. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. And the robots at that time couldn't save her. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Huh. But overall, I really like that movie quite a lot. And finally, MJ's Game Room says, Didn't play it when I was a kid, but I wish I had because it's an awesome game. There wasn't a single negative comment about this game. I know. And that so, makes sense because, like we said, way better than you would expect, Millennium. Yeah. So, thank you, fans. I think one thing left for us to do is to shut our mouths. I think that's a good idea. And roll a commercial. Let's do it. Roll it right about the now the fate of the galaxy rests on the outcome of a race 
the outcome of the race rests in your hands. Dorat. Dorat. Did you say Dorat? I think I did. Like you're a Simpson? Yeah. Dorat. I think you get to go first on this next segment. What segment is that? The British Quiz! Our weekly quiz game show. Play along at home, beat our score. It'd be really easy to do. And win absolutely nothing. That's right, but we're very ignorant, so you'll feel smarter than two yep. ignorant middle-aged men. We're not really middle-aged yet. We're really, uh, but we're old. We're yeah. getting way older. And yeah. every day, our bones tell us to stop being who we are. Here we go. <laughs> Trevor. This is a multiple choice question, so you're mm-hmm. going to get some choices. Why was a Canadian movie theater not able to show Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace? Was it because A, they accidentally showed the movie a day early, B, they complained about the cost for them to show the film, or C, they actually showed the movie trailer a day early? Which one of those is correct? What was the question itself again? Why was a Canadian movie theater not able to show Star Wars Episode One? I bet they showed a trailer a day early. Correct. They wow. actually showed the by accident. They didn't even mean to do it, but uh, the uh, Star Wars people found out and stripped them of being able to show this movie. Wow, <laughs> brutal. That is harsh. <laughs> so Star Wars was harsh before Disney got a hold of them. Even. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Your first question: Which of these is an actual quote from a project lead on this game uh, by the name of John Knowles? Okay. Did he say that the emphasis of this game was they wanted? A, Wanted it to feel like an eyeball-pilling racing game where you're going so fast you're just nervous. Did he say they wanted to make players feel like Anakin Skywalker down to the boots on their sand-worn feet? Did he say they wanted to make an experience so like the movie that players would be reaching for popcorn and M&Ms? Which was a real quote from the project lead. I'm with the first one. That's the one that feels the best to me. They wanted it to feel like an eyeball-pilling racing game where you're going so fast you're just nervous. Yeah. That's right. Oh, sweet. They, yep. I'll be honest. They, they kind of did that. Yeah. I agree. So, one-to-one. Nice. Trevor, uh, how many movies has Jake Lloyd, that's the guy who played young Anakin Skywalker, mm-hmm. the one who was in pod racing, uh, been in? How many movies has Jake Lloyd been in? Your mm. choices are, I'll give you some choices. Okay. Uh, ten. A Oof. is ten. Uh, B is one. C is 17, or D is 5. <laughs> Honestly, I want to say 1. You just say young Anakin? Yeah, but as an actor overall, not just when he's young. How many movies has he been in overall? Well, yeah, the actor that played young Anakin, though. Yeah, that's who it is. Not the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jake Lloyd's his name. That's the yeah. actor's name. Yeah. I'm, I'm, in this movie, I was thinking of the teenage Anakin, but he wouldn't be in this one, would he? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> he was just a kid of this one. Y'all, I really like... I like Spock and the Enterprise and everything, but I just can't remember everything about the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yep. I'm going to say one. I'm going with my gut. You, sir, are correct. <laughs> this is the only movie he ever did. Well. <laughs> he goes on to claim, he's kind of mellowed out on it since, but he goes on to claim that this movie kind of ruined his life. 
Because <laughs> he got a lot of hate for it, like, which he didn't deserve. He was just a kid. No, he didn't deserve it at all. Yeah. I was about to say something mean, though, and say I'm sure he's doing something he's better at now. <laughs> he probably is. I don't know. I didn't um, know, but yeah. Yeah. He said he, he said to the point where when he was in school, if he passed anybody, they would just make a lightsaber noises as he walked by, and he just couldn't take it anymore. I mean, I, I've never had that kind of fame, and I never will. But I don't care if I did a great job or not. If you're in a stinking Star Wars movie, is the main character. Yeah. I don't know. I can't see that being a negative thing. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Anyways, Johnny, we had a discussion about this, so I'm glad I got to find it as a question. Okay. Which of these was the actual original name for the game? Okay. Was it originally called Star Wars Racer? Was it called Episode One Pod Racer? Or Star Wars Pod Racer? What was the first question? Star first... Wars Racer. Episode One Pod Racer. Or Star Wars Pod Racer. I'm going to Star Wars Pod Racer. That was the original name. Sweet. Do you know why they had to change the name? That's a good question because Pod's not in the name of the game now. It's not the reason Pod is not anywhere in the name of the game. And this is crazy to me. Another company owned the rights to the word Pod in video games at that time. That's, that's which is bizarre. Wow. I can't think of what company it would All be. Right. Yeah. Trevor, your last question. All right. You need to get this because so far are we tied? We're tied. Yeah, we got two yeah. to two. Uh, we're going to play the eBay game. Is that right? I'm going to show you the, I'm going to describe what this is. I'll show you the picture of it. All right. Uh, the item in question, you're going to try to name the, uh, buy it now price for this. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a little clues and stuff through it, but, uh, the item we're speaking of is Star Wars Rogue One, which is, um, you've seen, that's one of the more recent ones. I've actually watched it a couple times. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. Star Wars Rogue One, Captain... I'm going to say the name's wrong. Uh, Casey on Andor figure, but there's an error on this figure because oh, no. the card, the card, just the background uh-huh. has a different character as Darth Vader on it. So it has an error. I'll uh, show it to you. That's what it looks like. You see, there's a character, but the background's the, uh, Darth Vader, which I'm sure makes it worth a lot more. Right. So Trevor, what is this uh, buy it now? Of course, you can see it's still in the package. Uh-huh. Um, they have it buy it now. The shipping is free. That's good. I'm going to give you that much. Uh, I will also tell you this. There's there's only one available, but 359 people are watching this current bit, this mm. court, current thing. That is important to this. <laughs> would have to be within 10% or... You got to... 10%? You think it would have been percent? got to be within $10. <laughs> you always do that, which gives me no chance. Uh, all right, well, somewhere between $10 and $10 million. It's from Louisiana. Does that help any? No. $7,000. Trevor Franklin. Just throw a random number out there. This Star Wars Rogue One figure with the wrong card back. Uh-huh. This person, remember, over 300 people are watching this. Yeah. Uh, they're selling it for $500,000. <laughs> you might as well tell me. I'm thinking of a number between one and a million. Guess it. <laughs> if I had told you within 100000 10%. 10%. All right. From now I don't on, do percentages. I can't do them. On, we're solving this on the air. I the it. next time you do an eBay question. I'll do the math for you. Okay. Ten percent seems fair. <laughs> okay. Well, what you've got with it with ten percent of this? Okay. All right. All right. It yeah. wouldn't have mattered. Right, no, shut, up and read, shut up and read your question. Who cares? <laughs> That's fair though. If you'll do uh, the math for me, I'm totally cool. Well, mine's sort of about numbers too. Okay. So Johnny, <laughs> if you get this right, you win. All right. Fair and square. That's, that's what I'm talking about. So, which game as of 2011? I don't know if it's changed now. Okay. Holds the Guinness World Record for best-selling sci-fi racing game. Is it Wipeout, 
Star Wars, or sorry, Episode One. What's it called? The one we just played. Episode One Racer. The one we played. Wipeout Episode One Racer or F Zero, which has the record for the best-selling sci-fi racing game. My gut wants to say F Zero, but I don't know why you would make this question if that was it. I'm going to go with Wipeout because I think that's the red herring, mm. and I want to assume your red herring is the one it is. Well, I will say I would have got this question wrong. Um, My gut says it should be F Zero, but it's I don't Star know. Wars. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. This game apparently outsold any single game in the F-Zero series or Wipeout series, which is the Star Wars effect, I guess. But still, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So this we tied. Super popular game. Well, we did tie. Do you have a dice on you? Let's break this tie. All right. Oh, Weird dice, because we're going to use it here in a minute. That's right. That's a little... So <laughs> I rolled a whopping six. That got it. Five. 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 Trevor wins. I win Master of the Universe. <laughs> All right. He-Man! So, thanks for joining us for Retro Blist. We very much appreciate it. But before we go, I didn't want to start y'all for a second. Yep, going to make it so everybody leaves and doesn't hear this next yeah. part. Well, you got two things to do. One of them's fun. One of them's fun. Well, actually, both of them are fun. Because <laughs> we appreciate them very much. Yeah. This is all Patreon related. So, uh, if you donate, what is it, $5 a month? That's how much I know better on Patreon. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, you actually also get to... Uh, Whatever game you want us to play, you get to put that as one of the choices, and we'll roll a dice or whatever, Yeah, and we'll figure out which game we're going to play. So what are the choices for our Patreon picks this month? We're going to do us now live on yep. this episode. So just FYI, the way we're going to start doing it is I'm going to post sometime in the previous month the poll for you to vote on for the next month. So for example, in May, you'll have a chance to vote on the game we're going to cover in June for the Patreon pick. What? In May, in May, yeah, I'll put the poll up. Okay, yeah, I was so thinking, people can vote on the June game. My brain go back. If you can't figure it out, well, I think our friends will be okay. No, I'm with you. I think it just threw me off that we're in May now. Yes, <laughs> so, and this month was a little different because so, we had episode 100. Anyways, we're rolling for the May game. So anyways, this will be a month ahead, is what you're saying. No, did I get it wrong? Yes, <laughs> the be- the game we're about to roll for <laughs> is the game we're covering this month. I'm just saying from now on, you're going to have to vote the previous month so we have more time to cover. Yeah, that's what I'm saying from now on to be a month ahead to, to put your game Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. I probably just said it wrong because that's what I do. Yeah. But yeah. Way um, to make this convoluted. I'm not trying to. It's just who I am. I'm talking about us as a team. Oh, okay. As a team, we're convoluted. Thanks for putting yourself down on my level. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Trevor, what so, are the four choices? <laughs> so, these patrons... Went to uh, Patreon.com. Do we want to say why we're doing that? I think we should. I think these choices will, will kind of explain why. So we're going to get into the territory where there's big games that we haven't yet played for this show. Mm-hmm. And we get the people want us to do them. But uh, let's say a big game happens to win this. We want to be able to give that game the appropriate right. amount of time to study it and play so it. So here's what happened. I'll go inside. Yeah, let's go Daniel inside. Daniel Chavez. Yeah, our good friend. He voted for uh, Super Mario World. Right. Which, which is, is a major game. Like... Top two or three of games I want to cover for this show. Yeah. Uh, holy cow, if that game wins and we cover it in May for the patron pick, we're not going to have much time to spend with it. Right. So I'm like, okay, we'll do what we got to do. But from now on, we're going to make people vote the previous month. Yes. <laughs> so we have more time. Okay. So All what right. are the four choices? So <laughs> most convoluted thing ever. <laughs> like three of these four are big games. Yeah, seriously. And then one is like, what the heck? <laughs> and, one of them, and one of them, I don't think we have a way to play it. So, <laughs> so basically, I think we hit episode 100 and really started joking about ending the show. Yeah. So our patrons are like, oh man, you got to cover all yeah. the big stuff. Get it done before you shut down. And then Andrew Crowe says, hey, try this one. Yeah. <laughs> so our votes are Super Castlevania 4. A big game. Which is a mega game. Yeah. 
Star Fox and or Star Fox 2. Big game. Big game. Super Mario World. Major big game. Is to- maybe the most major game we not played yet, maybe, <laughs> yeah. arguably. And then, Andrew Coed <laughs> voted adva- Advanced Dungeons Dragons for the Intellivision. Which we have no way to play. <laughs> I don't have an Intellivision. I don't either. I don't think our little uh, devices have Intellivision games loaded on them. I don't think they do. We could probably do that if we had the intelligence. Yeah, but we don't. But let's see. We need your brother for that. <laughs> so here's the way it's going to roll down. Literally. I have a six-sided die. Well, if, let's go ahead and say this real quick. Andrew, if yours wins, we may need you to pick a different game. Yeah, we'll contact you, know, you. Yeah, we'll contact you, buddy. So if we roll a one, it's Super Castlevania four. A two is Star Fox. Three, Super Mario World. Four, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. So here we go. Five Jonathan, and six is a re-roll. You want to roll it? A five or six is a re-roll. It's a five. That's a re-roll. It's one. a one. That's Super Castlevania 4. That's what we're playing next. Boy, that's awesome. That's I believe that's Tim's pick. We dodged the bullet on Super Mario World. We have another month to play it ahead. <laughs> They're just going to keep suggesting it. Go ahead, Daniel. And I don't blame them. Because Do I what your heart tells you, Daniel. Yeah, that's right. You be you. But in May, we're covering Super Castlevania 4, thanks to our patrons. That's right. So, uh, Speaking of patrons, or yeah. Patreons, Trevor. Speaking of Plantoons. That's right. Uh... I think it's time that we shout out those people who have been awesome enough to support us. Oh, I agree. And it keeps growing. we got a new one now. We sure do. So, here's our current patrons. Bradley Boson. Misa Bradley. Daniel. Sh- do that. Yeah, we got enough now. I'm going to start cutting you off. <laughs> Daniel Chavez. Michael Thompson. <laughs> of course, I can't control you if you want to interject. But. Nope. You already cut me off. I'm not going to say anything now. Uh, you better make this entertaining. Timothy McGowan. Andrew Coed. Caleb Dixon, Peter Panda. You can say something about Mr. Peter Panda because he's new. I, I don't know him, but his name is amazing. I love that name. It's just fun to say, Peter Panda. Is it not just it, fun it is. to say? It's an awesome name, and thank you, sir, for joining. Um, we hope you enjoy being a patron. Yeah. We. Why do you think it's a sir? Because he has this picture on here, and he's a guy. What if it's an actual panda, is what I'm trying to say. Anthony Mullen. <laughs> Jason Bennett. It's not above the Christopher M. Skulls of reality that a panda could love this show and want to. Jason Wilson <laughs> put some money towards it. Keith Farnham or Bamboo and Sean Fritz. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Well, we very much appreciate it, especially you, Peter Panda. It's pretty amazing that a panda itself is supporting this show. That it blows is. me away. We uh, we welcome everybody. We do, including, including pandas. Yeah, <laughs> all kinds of not just pandas. You're right. Grizzly bears, mm-hmm. uh, uh, koala bears. Uh, gosh, there's other kinds of bears. That, uh, the ones that drink honey the, bears, the ones that drink the Coca Cola, who bears during Christmas time, and their their fur is white, but it's actually black, unbearable, like us right and now. Polar bears. That's the word I was trying to think of, but I couldn't do it. And right, John, yeah, I'm going home, uh-huh. and I'm already home. You're already at your house, so you're gonna have to leave. That's fair. I understand. Yeah, I'm just gonna go sleep under your desk again. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, see you. Good night, everybody. Mesa Jar Jar. <laughs>